Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gail Morgan welcoming you to the Libertarian Counterpoints Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. You've heard their point. Now listen to the counterpoint. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. We're coming at you on um, March 10th, 2021. Uh, we're about five, six weeks into the Biden administration, and uh, it's kind of crazy uh, as usual. It's you know, I'm not even sure if he realizes uh, he's that far in it or not. But before we get into any of this, uh, let's uh, introduce the panel. In our upper left-hand corner, we have uh, Leon, the word Brathwaite, last word in liberty. He is a retired engineer in the state of California. In our upper right-hand corner, we have our Screaming Eagle Freedom, Tim Everett. He is a pilot in the state of California. My name is Jason McPhee, and I'll be your host today. Uh, so, uh Today's uh, show will pretty much be focused on uh, a lot of the sort of the, the crazy Biden blunders that we just sort of happen to be going through. Uh, um, the, the biggest one is uh, one point trillion dollar blunder, and that's the <laughs> the uh, recent, uh, uh, I guess, rescue package that he's sending to the economy that I'm not quite sure how necessary the rescue is. But uh, that's what they're doing. One <coughs> trillion, one point nine trillion dollars. Yeah, so, just shy uh, of. Might as well say two trillion because yeah, it'll might be as well, yes, yes, yeah. it'll yes. be well into the. You know, by the time you add interest on the debt and everything, it'll be <laughs> who knows what. But no, yeah, it ain't sure. gonna just be two trillion. It'll be more. They're not interested in interest. <laughs> it's just, no, it's just you know, it's just numbers. Oh, yeah. It's funny money, and yeah. that's, everything, that's what it's. <laughs> everything is everything is free, you know. Everything yeah. is free. Yeah. Milton, Fried, Milton Friedman was lying to us when he said there's no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the Democrats are essentially trying to uh, show us this uh, uh, free lunch is a, is 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 a thing, I guess nowadays, and. Uh, it was pretty much a party line vote, I think. You know, it was uh, yeah. done, uh, you know, essentially fifty to forty nine or something like that, or fifty one to forty nine. So, um, the Republican from Alaska was uh, sick or something, couldn't couldn't vote. Yeah, yeah. so he's <laughs> yeah. the the missing one. Yes, okay. it was, was 50, 50 to forty nine. You're right, Tim. Yes, it was fifty to forty nine, and um, um, Senator Sullivan from Alaska had to return there because of a family emergency. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not that it made any difference. Yeah. 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 Kamala, yeah. Kamala would have broke would have broken the tie anyway. Right. But one point one point nine trillion dollars full of all kinds of uh, unrelated stuff to uh, what we would think of, which would be a crisis. So, uh, you know, a lot of this isn't uh, just for you know figuring out ways to get past a pandemic. This is. Uh, you know, all kinds of uh, uh, extra goodies. So uh, you guys have any thoughts on that? You guys want to jump into any of the details? Um, I, I'll just uh, say something. You know, I, we, we risk uh, us libertarians being labeled Republicans in disguise or something, you know, with our, our uh, criticisms of these uh, democratic concepts and, and these ideas. And, you know, so... First of all, I have to remind the audience that whenever they name these acts or these bills or these spending proposals, remember, always remember, they always name them the exact opposite of what they are. So this is not, this is the exact opposite of COVID relief. This is COVID um, make it worse. Okay. This should have been named the COVID make it worse thing. Make COVID worse. That's it. 
make COVID worse. Um, or let's say make the um, the issues caused by, uh, you know, COVID slant lockdowns worse. So, so now we're going to just, ex <laughs> we might as well just dissolve the borders of the states, okay, and just, just quit this nonsensical federalism uh, facade. We are marching down the road of just being one big gigantic country bigger than any other country oh well, except maybe china <laughs> which is an appropriate comparison um and uh because of this lack of federalism and and so what i'm talking about is the money sent to the states to bail them out for their profligate spending so they can just spend like drunken sailors no issue they can't print the money but the federal government certainly can. It has a central bank that the states don't have. And so the states can spend, 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 spend with reckless abandon and allow the federal government to come in totally against the whole idea of federalism and bail them out, which is what a big portion of this, uh, not all of it, but a big portion of this um, $2 trillion spending thing is. So, um, so my, um, if, if I'm going to cry at a funeral, it is crying at the funeral of federalism on the altar of COVID and, and it's in its, uh, so, so-called relief, which is really make it worse. In other words, make the whole country worse, make everything worse, get rid of federalism, bail states out. Once you get started down that road, <laughs> there ain't never any coming back at all. So here we are. Let's go. What do you say? Yeah, you know, um, you know, so much thing have been done in the name of COVID is unbelievable. And you, you're right, Tim. You know, this this package, which I think they said about 10% of it, only about 10% of it actually goes to COVID relief. But even that word relief is really is really kind of problematic. Because the whole problems that we see in the economy right now is all government caused, government mandated, shut down the economy, stay at home. You guys can't work right now. Okay, wear a mask and do all of these things in the name of COVID. They destroy the economy and now they're going to come and give us relief. Now they're going to mm -hmm. come and save us. And this is a real problem. And this is, and, and you're right, we are marching down this, this, this road where the federal government is going to be is going to be determining everything. There's so much pork in this thing is unbelievable. Okay, like one of the things that I find so fantastic about this relief bill, and I put that in quotes because I don't think it's relief. What is fantastic about these? They're going to bail out the states, but look at what happened. Look at Florida versus in New York, and and um and say California. These states, both of these states. New York and California had all these draconian measures because of the COVID. Okay, the economy went went a crap. Florida stayed open for the most part. They had some problems, they, but they got they got through it for the most part, and they seem to be doing just fine. So now, what is going to happen? This bill is going to reward those people, California and New York, because it's tied to unemployment in the states. They are going to reward the people who did the most to destroy the economy and the most to destroy our liberties. 
This is the madness that is going on here. And the problem further is that the Republicans are also responsible for some of this crap. I know the Democrats are doing it now, but the Republicans were passing all kind of bills to relief prior when Trump was in power, when Trump was still in office. So they are not blameless in all of this. Mm -hmm. We have some madness going on here, and we better very, very be careful. Otherwise, we, gonna, we don't know what kind of country we're going to be living in in the next 10 or 15 years. We are marching down a road, a dangerous one. Well, I, th I think this is where it's important, too, to, <clears throat> for, especially to point out as libertarians that why principle is so important. You know, I mean, we had a Republican in the White House when this thing went down. And yes. unfortunately, we didn't have a Republican who could clearly delineate the principles of what we should be doing. Instead, he seemed to be sort of going along for the ride on a little bit of this stuff. And, you know, he he kind of balked a little bit at at some of the lockdown stuff, but still, he he pretty much went along with it. He jumped in on, uh, you know, essentially uh, uh, banning. Uh, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, uh, banning evictions and other things like that. You know, which yes. was just, you know, I mean these these things are just absolute nonsense. I mean, the idea that you can just uh, wave a magic wand, and in fact, I think there was just a recently a ruling in Texas where. Uh, a judge has said that this this is not constitutional. You know, he did a federal judge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So so this is something that you know. But finally, a little bit of sanity. But you know, a, a year too late. <laughs> yeah. And after after massive damage has been <clears throat> done to so many people already, and 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 the crazy thing is, this one point nine trillion dollars, it is not going to be the end of it. I mean, we have all these mm -hmm. people who as these you know eviction moratoriums uh you know go out they're they're going to be way behind on the rent some people exactly not paying any rent uh, yeah it's, like, it's you know uh, and what's going to happen what's going to happen to all the people who's going to the landowner landlords who are going to end up losing their, their their property because of these these moratoriums yeah i mean you may i mean i uh, and my wife we do have some rental property and so far we haven't had any problems but it could happen well, yeah. uh, I, I guess you could maybe if, if you want to go back further, you could blame it on too big to fail. The whole concept, uh, oh, you know, a company is too big to fail. Well, how, how about the concept that a, a Democrat run state with profligate spending and cutting their nose off to spite their face when it comes to shutting down businesses and so on, like in California and New York? What about that? Is is a Democratic-run state too big to fail now that the government, right. federal government, is coming in to bail them out? I think right. so. I think it's it's uh, and if and that would be their justification. Oh my my goodness! Uh, we've got so many state workers; uh, they're dependent upon this money. I mean, they sit around at their house now because they're at home. Um, because of COVID, and they're they're forced to 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 lay there in their pajamas uh, on Facebook all day long, uh, doing <laughs> you know doing their their essential state jobs that we can't not I like couldn't tell them like you're laid off and I'm sorry but you're not going to get a paycheck. Oh no 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 we can't do that because they're run by Democrats and they are too big to fail. <clears throat> But but when you look at it, how many how many people in the private sector? How many how many how many workers, American workers, lost their jobs in the private sector? 
I don't know. I'm getting getting conflicting reports. You know, so I've I've heard, oh, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as we thought. It's going to, you know, and then I, uh, but I've heard the opposite. I've heard, you know, there's just a ton of people that have lost everything. That was what we first heard. Well, the Bureau of Labor Statistics says it's in the millions. Okay. It's in the millions. Okay. It's in the millions. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now, on the other side of that coin, how many state workers throughout the country? Federal? Yes, exactly. Zero. How many state workers, whether it's federal, state, or local, uh, have lost their job during the pandemic? As far as I know, none. They got a year off at home. Yes. With pay. Essentially. Unbelievable. You know, maybe some of them pushed a pencil or, or, you know, put a paper from one side of their desk to the opposite side of the desk. I don't know what, you know, I'm, I, of course, you know, I can't say maybe there were people that actually did whatever work is done. It's certainly not work that, that increases uh, products and services. <laughs> That's right. not what they do. Exactly. I mean, they're, exactly. they're government workers. Okay. They, they push paper around, they make regulations you know, they, they make sure that so-and-so's getting paid and so, you know, and basically with taxpayer money and that's in that the other person is getting taxed. That's what they do. They, they suck in um, wealth from other people and they redistribute it to other people. Yes, exactly. Not the same people, obviously. But, one of the but, he, but you see, this is, this is the thing, though. The lockdown... The lockdown was essential, according to them, was essential only for the private sector, mm-hmm. not for the public sector. That's really problematic when you think about it. Well, right, Jason, I'm sorry. <laughs> when you say lockdown was, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's funny because the the lockdown didn't affect the paychecks. It may it, it, there were an actual lot of uh, uh, government employees who actually didn't show up to the office. But they still collected a paycheck. Of course, <laughs> look at the te- look at the teachers' unions or the teachers yeah. right now. They're yeah. still collecting their paycheck. They're not even teaching our kids. Yeah, yeah. Or they're they're teaching in such a quality that you know we would wonder why anybody would pay for it at this point. In our- <laughs> That's, That's the- right. <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, I've I've kind of wondered that before <laughs> the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. But even, I mean, just- yeah, even. You're right. Even before the pandemic, we had issues with that. Yes, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know, one of the other surprising things with all this too has been the the cities, uh, you know, the municipalities and the states as far as their their finances were concerned. I I had thought this was going to be an absolute catastrophe, you know, these these lockdowns, but apparently there's been enough federal dollars flowing to people and people just spending money. That I guess it's created enough tax revenue that it hasn't quite been the disaster that at least I was assuming this was going to be for all right. the uh, uh, municipalities. But we'll see, I guess, where that goes in the future, though, because uh, you know there, there's still a lot of jobs that have sort of disappeared, and and those jobs have to have to pop back up if they're you know people are going to get off the dole, I guess, and get back to work. So maybe the state sales taxes collected by Amazon on the purchases is has uh, been, you know, a, a thing that, that they're glad that they enacted that because back in the day, if you remember, Amazon wasn't doing that and you could buy things right. on Amazon and not pay sales, state sales tax. Right. Okay. Well, they, you know, they put an end to that in a hurry. 
realizing that, oh my gosh, uh, people are buying more and more from Amazon and less and less from the store, mom and pop store down the street, and even the Walmart down the street. You know, they just buy, uh, go around all that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they got, they had enough revenue from Amazon uh, to to make up for the for the drop off in revenue from you know the local purchases and stuff like that. Which yeah, is why true. They, all they care about is con consumption, right? I mean, they, that's all. They, that's all. Uh, when they complain about, for example, if, if we give this money to people that don't need it, you know, so we're talking about the spending like fourteen hundred bucks. Okay, well, <clears throat> why give fourteen hundred bucks to somebody that had a gross income of a hundred grand that that year, right? So they they, <laughs> and, and then what was the main complaint? Well, the people that make a hundred grand, they get fourteen hundred bucks. They're probably not going to spend it. Yeah, they'll probably put it in their savings account. I mean, that's what I would do, and uh, and so uh, you know, so that's their whole focus is on consumption. It's just on spend, 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 spend. Uh, just like what they do. I suppose they just, you know, they figure if they can just spend like drunken sailors, then everyone else should spend like drunken sailors, which is why uh, the average American doesn't have enough money saved up to, to make it two weeks, let alone, you know, uh, two years and, and without income. You know, they're, they're flat broke, all of them, because that's all they do. Spend, spend, spend. Nobody has any savings. Savings is super low. You know, um, one, one one thing that happened as a result, talking about savings, Tim, one thing that happened as a result of the pandemic is that um, there, have, um, there have been a lot of savings put away by, by uh, Americans. So that, savings, that, savings rates has, have gone up. Is that gone what up. you're saying? Okay. Yeah, especially, yeah. especially in toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we bought so much toilet paper back in in February and March that uh, we don't need it for another two years. Maybe so, not, yeah. so, so let's save that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, that, that's that's good to hear, but not True. for if you're in the government. You don't want to hear that people are saving. Saving, exactly. <laughs> Where's the but tax another, revenue in that? Yeah, it's true. And another phenomena that have also happened, which I think is obvious, is that online purchasing, spending online, mm -hmm. have seriously expanded during the pandemic yeah. over the last year. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. it's a hockey stick curve. I saw it you know, in the online marketing world. Everybody's touting this as, yeah, it, it happened. It, it was something like, Probably uh, pushing a, up against ten years of growth in one year. Yes, That's how how much of a hockey stick it was. On a, if people are unfamiliar with a hockey stick graph, it's where it goes bumbling along, bumbling along, on a kind of a, a slow upswing from left to right is the time on the on the y axis. Oh my God, people have to understand what the difference is between an x axis and a y axis on a graph. I, I don't know who I'm talking to. I mean, if I say the y-axis, do people know that it's horizontal? And it usually on a graph, the kind I'm talking about, represents uh, time. So, okay, so you're <laughs> I just have to be careful. I, I work with young people, and so this is how I know this, okay? Yeah, okay. If I didn't work with young people that I'm like, are you, you seriously asked me that question? No, okay. Um, so, uh, 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's down. And the hockey stick is where whatever you're tracking just suddenly just takes a giant leap upwards. Right. And, yeah. and so it's growth. It's whatever on the x-axis, which is a vertical axis, is being plotted. And in this case, it's online sales, okay? Online sales is on the x-axis. That's total numbers. And in one year, it just skyrocketed is what I have taken five minutes to explain that Leon was probably content with in about one sentence. Sorry, Leon. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. But you know, Tim, I, I, I have to correct one thing you just said, you know. Yeah. The, the vertical axis is the y-axis and the horizontal axis is the x-axis. Yeah. Well, well. Be, be, oh. Before, but <laughs> 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 let, 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 let's jump I'm off. Sorry, and stop I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, <laughs> let's jump off of this topic before all of our listeners are gone horizontal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I think our our. Uh, our heroic teachers have already ensured that most of these kids aren't going to know what that graph is anyway. <laughs> but speaking of unrestrained growth, one other area that we've had recently with Biden has been at the border. We've, we've seen some unconstrained growth, uh, which is just yeah. crazy. The amount of people now that are showing up, I guess it's grown six fold. I By guess. the way, I have to say that I take a correction from an engineer regarding those kinds of issues. Very, very humbly, I do. <laughs> okay. It was not. It, it was not tend to do anything other than just set the record straight. That's all. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> my eighth grade teacher, Sister Mary Therese, is not going to be happy with me. Okay, I'm sorry. So, what about the? Um, well, I, you know, I'm not sure that we're going to have much time for the border now. I think that's gotten away. From us. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's it's uh, unconstrained growth, and you know what? One uh, you know crazy thing. I guess we we've got to the point where you know you've you've got essentially SUVs with 25 people getting into crashes, and mm. you know people are just. You know, uh, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to talk about that one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, but um, uh, well, but, you know, we I, I think we have just a, a little bit. There was a uh, there, there was a quote from the CHP on that, and essentially uh, they were wondering, you know, how it, they said it was unfathomable that twenty five people were inside this one car, uh, and they said there was major intrusive damage. Uh, and uh, apparently the vehicle only had a driver's seat and uh, maybe a passenger seat and everything else was gone, I guess, in there. They were just sort of, you know, uh, cramming people in this tight. And so he said, uh, uh, what does it indicates is there's not enough safety belts for the passengers is what the CHP says. And we obviously want to make sure that everyone's safely restrained inside the vehicle. So I guess that's their major concern here. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it is not the people who are just illegally walking across our southern border that's not the main problem the problem is the is the, is the belt is the yeah, belt that's, that, that was absent yeah. that is the main problem right so the head just the head of the chp was uh, unclear why they removed the rear seats uh, yeah obviously him. it's unclear seriously <laughs> you're, you're not sure why they did that 
and you you run the CHP. Oh, God help us. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you don't have to be too bright to work for the government. But well, <laughs> well, well, that's kind of what's going on at the border, too. It's unclear to them why suddenly there's all these people yeah. coming across the border. Oh, oh, that too, <laughs> yeah. Tell me this thing. Tell me this thing. Okay. Like if we don't have a like we don't have a country anymore, anybody could get up in Guatemala, Honduras, anywhere in Central America, just get up one morning and mm -hmm. just show up at our border and say, Here I am. I want I, I need to have some rights here in the United yeah. States. This is madness. Come on, we have a country. There's a way to get in here. It's called legal immigration, which I went through. Mm. Well, so you did that all wrong. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, it took me 16 years and I did it all wrong. Timmy, you're right about that. Oh my God, you had to take an oath and everything? Oh, the whole thing, man. Live up my arm and all kind of stuff. Swear allegiance and all kind of stuff. It's time for our knucklehead noise patrol. And it's not the knuckleheaded move Leon made of standing in line to get in. This time, we're actually going to talk about something. In the Biden administration. Jason, Jason, I'm offended, okay? I'm offended. You know people get offended for everything? I'm offended by his thing. <laughs> you should look at the... Look at, you just have to look at yourself in the mirror, okay? <laughs> well, according to the Biden administration, now this has to do with the border, uh, but, um, you know, and apparently there's so many kids coming across now and there's 20,000 beds short and, you know, they're sort of scratching their head trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, yeah, apparently the White House uh, at the press briefing, uh, one of the reporters uh, had asked the uh, Jen Psaki, she asked, uh, at what point does this become a crisis? And Psaki's reply was, um, we had Secretary of Homeland Security yesterday conveying it's a challenge. Uh, we're going to approach this without labeling. So, <laughs> you know, everything was labeled while Trump was in there. It was all a disaster and, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. a 24-hour so crisis. The, Demo the Democrats know how to twist the English language way better oh, than yes. the Republicans do. Yes, yes. They, they, they always, they're always going to do everything better than the Republicans, you know, better yeah. than the rest of us because they always have compassion and they always have humanity. You want to see a good display of their compassion? Look at the inner cities of America. You can see the compassion of the Democrats. Mm -hmm. Look at the, you want to see their, uh, a display of their humanity? Look at what's happened at the border right now. Everything that they were telling Trump that, oh, he was doing so wrong when Trump was in, was, um, in office, they are doing it right now. But now they're doing it with humanity. Their well, way yeah. is so humane that we, we are not even good enough to criticize them. Well, I can, I, thing. It's I, funny. I, well, there, there, there were cages uh, that weren't cages before Trump, and then they suddenly yeah. became cages when Trump came in, and now they're not being called cages anymore. Now that yeah. Trump they're holding, not, yeah, the you're right. Still in them. <laughs> they are now holding facilities. Holding facilities. They're not cages anymore. You know? I've got an idea, though, uh, for where to put these kids is, is anyone who was registered Democrat, obviously voted Democrat, voted for all this. They need to start divvying up these kids into the homes of these dem registered Democrats. All right. You're you'd be just selected. You'll get a little notice that, hey, um, uh, Johnny Gonzalez is coming to stay with you. He's 10 years old and he's from Honduras. 
and uh, he needs a place to stay. We have decided to pick your house, and you will now be his guardian, well, well, uh, Democrat. On that note, I mean, just just send them all to Nancy's Pelosi house, have them tear down that wall, and they can yeah. all have a nice cream right. party. That's right. <laughs> I will. I will surely vote. I will vote for Tim's idea. I will vote for Tim's idea. <laughs> Well, with a, with a unanimous vote on Tim's idea, yeah. that's all the time we have in our show. So and thanks for joining don't us. Don't get used to people voting for my ideas, by the way. <laughs> by the way, we didn't ask for any identification on that vote either. We're just... <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you at the next one.